You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is ESPN Radio's Barton Hahn Podcast. Barton Hahn on ESPN Radio. ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. I never recommend that anybody sneak peek in the packages under the Christmas tree, but if you happen to be one of those people, this is a sneak peek to Fitz and Harry, which starts on January 3rd. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. We will be in this time slot, noon to three, for everybody to hear on the ESPN Radio app, uh, or I should say on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. You can also watch us in the ESPN app. Uh, were you a Christmas like peeker? Were you a, were, were you a package peeker? Nope, because I never got to pick my Christmas gifts. Okay, that's uh, so, so I didn't give a damn. Yeah, I, you know, this <laughs> I is get that. them on Christmas when I get them. There was one year, and, and like I didn't grow up with much, so a lot of years we just didn't have Christmas presents. But when we did, there was one year where my brother, that's older than I, uh, he made sure I knew what was under the tree, and it was the worst because I'm not a good actor. So just sitting there the whole time, being like, oh, I'm so, I my felt kid, so. My d- kids are Christmas peekers. That's why we don't wrap anything. Until literally two days or the night before Christmas. Because, okay. like, I remember one year, my daughter just ripped a present all up and was like, I'm sorry. It was when she was little, really little, too. So, you know, she doesn't get, get in trouble much with her dad. Her mom does all the discipline. You know, I'm, I'm hey, do what you want to do, baby. It's all good. Yeah, if, if you follow Harry on social media, you can hit us up on Dr. on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, at Jason Fitz, at HDouglas83. I don't say this lightly. Harry may have the cutest kids I've ever seen. They are absolutely adorable, and uh, it's a delight. I want to get everybody caught up. Some breaking news. We're about to get to some NFL fun here, but before we do that, breaking news. We got a watch bomb. I made that sound effect myself. Billionaire mortgage lender Matt Ishbia is finalizing a purchase of the Phoenix Suns that would also include the Phoenix Mercury, sources have told ESPN. The deal is expected to be completed in the near future and would end the tumultuous tenure, difficult for me to say, of owner Robert Sarver. I happen to... uh, Look at that! We're fancy during the day. Got all these fancy Woj bomb things happening. Uh, I, I happen to be a little familiar with uh, Matt's work only because not he's worth, according to the Google machine, he's worth about $11 billion. Uh, he was the one that wrote massive checks to Michigan State a couple of years ago to build all new facilities for them for basketball and football. He played basketball at Michigan State. He is obviously a basketball fanatic, happens to be worth $11 billion. So now he'll bring his sort of style of, you know, I love the sport and I, I mean, like not every owner. I think necessarily loves the sport or played the sport at that level. It'll be interesting and, to see and, and what that's that means. Important too, like Fitz, because whenever your owner's involved in it and, and hands on and understands what you're doing, one hundred percent, not fifty percent, or just you know this is a tax write off for my companies and whatnot, and a way for me to get money off of my hands. It, it's great that way because now the owner can relate to players, right? Where, where it comes to the Phoenix Mercury or the Phoenix Suns. And if they want to sit down and have a nice conversation with uh, with him, they're able to do that without it feeling awkward and weird. It's going to be an interesting moment because there's always a fine line for owners. Yeah. Can they come in? 
Can they let people do their jobs, but also are they invested? It'll be interested to see. Interesting to see how somebody that played are they too invested? Right, like, are they too, you know, yeah, a particular it, owner that happens to be down in Dallas. But that's a story for another day. Uh, I'm uh, guessing. I, I can't imagine. So we'll keep you updated on what this means. Obviously, for Robert Sarver, who has uh, at this point is no longer part of the NBA ownership group. Uh, once this all finalizes, as we get more information. In the meantime, uh, our program today brought to you by Peacock, presenting the new original limited series, The Best Man, the final chapters from the creator of The Best Man and The Best Man Holiday and executive producer of Insecure. Coming this week, stream The Best Man, the final chapters only on Peacock. I love me some Peacock for the WWE content because the 80s wrestling in kid in me is always going to want to watch old school wrestling. Well, I like The Best Man and The Best Man Holiday. Look at that. Look at that. Eric. For the culture. For the culture. <laughs> it is the culture. He went to The Best Man and I went to Hulk Hogan. All right. Uh, we like to do this exercise and this is not simple. So I want to make sure everybody's hanging out with us and following along because we are going to bring this to Fitz and Harry starting January 3rd. You're going to hear this a lot. Uh, Harry and I work a lot in college football, and I think one of the toughest things in the world is the job of the college football playoff committee. Correct. What I say all the time, if you had 13 of your friends sit down and try and decide where the best pizza is, is in town, you'd end up with a raging fight, you'd have four less friends, and you wouldn't get a concise vote at all. So imagine having 13 passionate people decide as a committee who the top four are in college football. Well, we're going to bring that same committee atmosphere. So we're talking about uh, the things that they consider. Who have you played? How have you looked? The eye test is some of us that played the game like to go to. Uh, the analytics is some of us that didn't play the game like to go to. Uh, the the concept of injuries. Who was on the field? All of these things that the playoff committee factors in, we are now going to factor in and what we will be calling, for now, the Fitz and Harry Playoff Committee. Today we are going to figure out who the top six teams are in the NFL. Now, in order to do this top six exercise, you guys can be a part of it. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Harry will have a vote. I will have a vote. And then the cast behind the scenes will have a community vote. Devin, producer extraordinaire, you will be speaking on behalf of everybody behind the glass. Are you prepared to defend your choices? Not only are we prepared, we already have our list and we're all in the consensus here. This is, this is myself. Eric and Renee down to Seaport. Well, all I'm going to say is uh, I hope that you have one team on the list that a few weeks ago you refu- I, you and the guys behind the glass refused to put on the list. Now, who you're talking about. remember one thing. The playoff committee is told to factor in where we are today. Not who's going to win the Super Bowl. Not who's going to be best situated. Not who the MVP will And None of that. Playoff committee, don't give a damn about that. Playoff committee cares about right now. Okay, so. Well, a player being in the MVP race does matter in this in this sense. What do you I mean? mean it do, well, it does matter, but I'm just saying that like the playoff committee doesn't sit there and say, "Well, by the end of the year, this will have happened." They're only saying today who the top six well, are. The eye test guy is ready. Okay, the eye test guy is ready. I got to be honest. I'm still trying to figure out who number six is. Devin, do we want to start at six or do we want to start at one? How do you want to do this? I think we start at six. Oh, oh okay, okay. We're gonna. You want to start at one? Here? Start at one. All right. start at one. I think the suspense is better if we start at okay. one. Okay, so we'll start at number one, and I we. We're just talking about an MVP candidate. I still think the best 53 top to bottom in the NFL is in Philadelphia. And there are so many weapons there that even with Gardner Minshew, all they got to do is win one game today, right now on a neutral field. Even with Gardner Minshew, I think I would still put the Eagles at one. So even with the mustache Hallelujah. I'm going Eagles. We're all one. on one accord. Oh well, two We're of on us. The Eagles. Are. We're on the Eagles. All oh, of us are on three the for e- three. Oh man, three can, for three. Like, is there like a? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, get your popcorn ready. We're three for three. Can we just get the Hallelujah chorus at some point? Hallelujah. Like, I mean, this feels like the, the fact that all three of us agreed on the number one pick. Because let me tell you, last time the only thing we agreed on was number one. We have that, some issues at number two though. It went straight to coal in the stocking. We all definitely right. don't have some issues at number two. All right. Oh, there we go. Well done, Eric. That is. 
I, I, I didn't give you any prep time on that. That is well done. <laughs> Although, you know, we're all supposed to stand when the Hallelujah Chorus plays. All right, that's another, that's a music thing. Uh, all right, Devin, we all agree at number one. So now we go to number two. Yes. Uh, does the room want to speak first? You want us to start? Okay, I <laughs> you see, what you're see doing. I got scared there. All I right, scared. listen, this team... It's very good. Obviously, they're number okay, two. That, that's, it's hell, not, Harry's not going to like this pick. Hell of a preamble there. Buffalo on. Bills, number two for us. <laughs> oh, don't be laughing. Oh, what, wow. what are you, what are you, what are you laughing about? Okay. Buffalo Bills were not number two for me. Definitely not number two they for me. They weren't even... Yeah, the Buffalo Bills... They're not even what? Like, what are you talking about? No, also, no, no, no. Don't tell them. They won five on the list, but they're not two. They won right. five straight. They're streaking right now. So it's not it's not the Bengals. Hey, no, I got oh oh I got the Bengals no, 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 no. at two. I, got the I, I don't have the Bengals at two, but I'm, I'm, I'm just asking for Devin. Like, uh, no, they're not. And okay, Fitz, well, you're not gonna be happy where we put the they, Bengals. They will they two. will solve that on January first because the Buffalo Bills travel to Cincinnati and they got to play Joe Burrow and the Bengals. So my number two. Okay, I had the San Francisco uh, 49ers. Okay, so I did not have the San Francisco 49ers at two. This is where a little context matters to where we had them though, because as we go through the debate. I had the 49ers at three. So I have the Bengals okay. at two and the 49ers at three. And this this is where everybody blows me up every time I say this. But on a neutral field right now, if I had the Bengals take it on the 49ers, here's what I know I have. I have a great defense in San Francisco that's going to make everything difficult. But I got a quarterback that's going to have to make a play. You have a grapefruit quarterback. I, I got a grapefruit quarterback. We're going to coin that as a phrase here. I got a grapefruit <laughs> quarterback, and he's got to make a play. I trust over the course of a 60-minute game that it's some point Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase can make a play that would get them the win on a neutral field. So even though in my mind I had the 49ers and Bengals on even ground, the fact that if they were playing on a neutral field today, I trust Joe Burrow more than Brock Purdy, rightfully so, to make that one play, I have the Bengals at two, San Francisco at three. So we have to agree on something. So I will go with the Bengals at two. Okay. And uh, all right. So we have Fair the enough. Bengals. We have the Bengals at, at, at two. So right now we got the Eagles at one, the Bengals at two. I just revealed that I have the 49ers at three. And I will put the 49ers at three. Okay. We have the 49ers at three. What? Look okay. at this. What? Yes. We you didn't even up. have them in your top six the last time we did we this. We did this like three weeks ago. It Harry. was two weeks ago. No, three. Okay, but here, here's... <laughs> all right. So you're listening, by the way, to the uh, Fitz and Harry playoff committee. We're going through the Great, same I process. A, good, I could be an influence on you guys. My it, goodness, it's the same process as college football playoff committee. We're just trying to figure out who the top six in the NFL are using that process. Let me ask the room behind the curtain uh, a question, though. All right, the, the Wizard of Oz room, shall we call them? Uh, the man behind the curtain. Uh, you guys had the Bills at two. You didn't even put up a fight. Like, yes, you also have the 49ers at three. Would you like to make a case for why we should consider the Bills ahead of the 49ers? I'll defer to Renee on this one because I wanted to put the Niners too, but Renee convinced me to put the Bills. So you wanted to put the Niners at number two? I did. So did I. Devin, where'd you want to put the Niners? I, I I could be I could be convinced right so I I, I could be convinced of the Forty ers I could be convinced of the Bills I, I'm using eye test with the Bills right now the, so, so, so here's so, what's so interesting the, here's what's interesting uh, real quick HD uh, I've gone through the mock committee process uh-huh. and one thing they do is they constantly revote so like when you get a close thing here like I'm, I'm willing to if you guys all think the Forty ers are number two then should I, I have the Forty ers at three Renee can Renee talk on these I on, can okay I didn't know if Renee let me let me preface this Doctor Doctor I know Love that Renee is, is capable of speaking i didn't know if his microphone was active where the world Absolutely. could hear uh renee with golly you sound sensual when you do that. Uh, renee would you like to defend your decision well for for me it it's the quarterback position brock purdy versus josh allen i think josh allen is obviously a i'm not saying brock purdy isn't capable of doing what he needs to do for the 49ers but i just feel like 
top to bottom offensively, the Buffalo Bills are in a better standing than the Where did so, you, so, where, where so were on, you on the hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, So when I look at the Bills, some of the things that I think teams can actually gas them and beat them, their run defense. Their run defense is an issue. Yes. And then number two, their offensive line, their pass protection. I think that's an issue. When I look at the San Francisco 49ers, what are the two things that they do well? They rush the football very well. They rush the passer very well because of their defense. So that's what I, I, I'm looking at when I'm talking about the 49ers and the Buffalo Bills. Also, I think the Bills rely too much on Josh Allen. It's a problem, yes. It is a problem, but I still feel... That Josh Allen above Brock Purdy is always going to be the but this this is where we're doing what, this is where we're doing what we shouldn't do though like the one thing I, I keep saying this fifty three man roster I don't disagree with anybody that Josh Allen is a much better quarterback yes. than Brock Purdy is but you can't beat somebody unless you score on them and uh, can anybody score on the 49ers reliably to your point the the Bills would have I think a hard time generating a bunch of offense against that 49ers defense. And the 49ers are a matchup disaster. That, I mean, the, the Bills, while they are winning football games, have not done it in a way where people are like, oh, I'm more comfortable. They, they've had a hard time tackling. They're, they're just fundamentals have been off ever since Von Miller went out injured. That's why I'm, I'm low on, uh, on the Bills. So, uh, are we, are we, where are we then on number two? Cause I, we decided on the Bengals, but is it really the 49ers to everybody else in this room? Uh, that belong at number two. I, I honestly think it's the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, is, it, is it fair to be like Brock Purdy's the reason why we don't have the Niners at number two? Because otherwise, we would. If it was Jimmy G, we would have the Niners at number two. I, but see, here's my yes, thing. I think I Brock to, Purdy is playing better than Jimmy G. Right. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I just, like, this is what we all know about me. I'm risk-averse in we'll, the quarterback we'll, we'll just keep it. We'll just keep the Bengals at number two. Okay, we'll keep we'll the Bengals go San Francisco at, we'll go at, San at number Francisco three. three. Okay, yeah. we're going to go. So now, if you're just tuning in, our committee has decided the Eagles are number one. All right? The Bengals are number two. The 49ers are number three. I don't even have the Bills at four. I have the Chiefs. I don't Chiefs. have them either. I have, I have the, the Chiefs, Chiefs at, four. at four. Me too. What is the, what, what's the room? Where's the room on the Chiefs behind the curtain? Like, I have the Chiefs at four. Yeah, the Chiefs at four as well. Oh, but now that I'm looking at it, like the Bengals beat the Chiefs head to head, right? Yeah, yeah. So and, I, and and the Bills beat the Chiefs head to head. But I will say this: one of the dark clouds that's been over the Buffalo Bills is head. The last two years in the playoffs has been the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. I can't ignore that. I can't ignore that. This it gets really interesting because you're right. And if you go back and look at, at the Chiefs throughout the course of the season, the Bengals beat them 27-24, right? And that was, I'm just pulling up the schedule. That was only was, a few a, weeks ago. A nail, a nail biter. Right. So that was only a few weeks ago. The committee would always factor that head-to-head and it's the reason why the Bengals uh, feel good. The, the Bills beat the Chiefs 24-20 back in October. Yes. So that's at least far enough period. behind that I, I wonder if that makes a, a little difference. Because... Frankly, they're both eleven and three, right? At this point, their records are the same, so they sort of they both deserve respect. And the head to head, this comes back to like how often I yell at the committee and say head to head has to matter. Uh, you could talk me into the head to head, even though I think the Chiefs are a better team. The results on the field have to have some sort of consequence. So another you could talk res- me into the Bills being ahead. Another result to take in mind is that the Chiefs beat the Forty Nine. Not only beat them, they destroyed the Forty Nine ers forty four twenty three. There you go. They destroyed our number three team. There you go. So we have the Chiefs at number four. Well, well, well but do it like yeah, because Fitz. At first, you said the Chiefs, and then. Devin and his crew said the Chiefs, and then all of a sudden we're just going to pansy on it? Like, well, I mean, decisions but, but, but already Bills, made. But the Bills and the Chiefs have the same record, and the Bills beat them head-to-head. I understand. What but, about the losses, though? Who has better losses? 
Oh, I, got, okay. I got it right here. I got it right so the here. Bills, oh, go ahead. So the Bills lost to the Dolphins, Jets, and Vikings. The Chiefs lost to the Colts, Bills, and Bengals. Colts so the loss. Colts, that Colts loss. If we were in the committee, if we were sitting in the college football playoff committee, you know somebody would be screaming, you can't lose to the Colts. Well, here, here's my thing. The loss of the Colts were self, self-inflicted. It's not like the Colts actually beat them. When I look at the Cowboys, right, the Cowboys almost lost, you know, to the Colts. I, right? Yeah. And the Vikings just almost lost to the Colts. It's not like the Colts are – they're a bad offensive team. They're, they're one of the better defensive teams in the National Football League. I mean, but if you look at the Bills, they have a loss to in New York, to your point, against a playoff-caliber Jets team. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see if they're actually any good, right? They had a loss in Miami. Uh, they lost to Zach Wilson. But it was – they lost in Miami, right? So the loss to the Jets was by three. The loss to Miami was by two. You know, so you look at those two losses. Those are, and, and what was their third loss? Uh, the Vikings in overtime by three in a game that I, I think they kind of blew. So you know, like there, there's this moment to me where you got three losses by a total of quick math eight points, all against playoff caliber football teams versus the Chiefs. Right. I'm flipping my vote. No, I'm, I'm not flipping. I'm not Chiefs. flipping mine. I Listen, have the Chiefs. Not, I have the Chiefs at four. We, we had the Bills originally of this group at number two, right? And that was debunked by you guys. So I think we have to go Bills here. Now I think about it, because we had them at two, so how can we not say that they're four? I mean, Bills versus Chiefs. I'm, I'm tired of arguing. And we're I'm talking about Bills, Bills have the better Bills loss, right? The Bills, Bills have the better loss. This is why we're Bills a committee. This is why we're a committee. So, so we get the so, Bills So, so right now, if, with this committee, Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the National Football League, oh, the God. last, what, four or five it. years, you know, is not even going to make the damn playoffs. How, how crazy is that? Yeah, this, is, this is where, like, and I, he's 11-3. and I feel so icky, right? Icky being a professional word, because I'm going to tweet this out for the world. They didn't listen to this whole segment, and I'm going to get ripped for the next three days for the fact that I would I would have the unmitigated gall, in the words of Stephen A., to put the Bills ahead of the Chiefs. All right, let me keep thinking about it. are they, Alabama? Oh. <laughs> the Bills and the Chiefs are our four and our five. Who's the six? Harry, who do you have at six? Uh, six, I had the Cowboys at six. Uh, the, we had the Cowboys as well in here. I... I so I don't have a problem with the Cowboys at six. I, I'm I, as a committee member, I'm fairly indifferent to this one. I don't know what to make of the Vikings. I don't like the fact that the Vikings are constantly behind and they don't look like a good football team. But then they win those games, and it's like I, I don't know. All they do is win those football. And they're games. ten and zero in one score games this yeah. season. That, that was a dark cloud for them last year, not being able to win those one score games. The Vikings have a plus two point differential, yeah, which is horrible. At their eleven and three, is, is insane. Yeah, like uh, that's insane. I'm good with the Cowboys at, at six. So our. Y'all tur- I can't believe y'all are turning y'all backs on Patrick Mahomes. Oh. James Steele right now, who's one of the producers for Keyshawn J. Will and Max, every morning at 6 a.m. and 10 a.m., right, on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, ESPNU. James Steele is probably driving in his car right now and literally is about to wreck. James, don't wreck. Please, don't wreck. I had the Chiefs at number four. Do not wreck because of Devin. Kids. Well, let, let me say something real in quick. In the group. I got to say something real quick. Because everybody's going to come at me for my Raiders fandom. I, I need the world to That's understand. That's why he doesn't wait, really wait, want wait, the wait, Chiefs wait, wait, in there. Wait, wait, That's exactly, no, why. This why, exactly gotta, why. This why I got This is why I got to clarify this for the world. It would be easier in my life 
if the Chiefs were constantly number one because I could say, look, nobody's beaten this version of the Chiefs. They are epic. They're dynastic. Like, that makes things easy. I could justify, like, look, you know, it's just one. We're losing to Tom Brady and the They've Patriots. They've hosted every. the AFC Championship game the last four years. That's why I give the Chiefs a ton of respect. Like, it's much easier for me to sit around and say, well, of course they've won seven straight divisions. That's not because the Raiders stink every year. It's because the Chiefs are just that, that stinking good. So I'm all in on the Chiefs beat. Let me ask you a question. I think the Chiefs uh, are uh, a better football this, this team is how, than the Bills. This is how we're going to settle this, and I want y'all's opinion. Who do you trust more, Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen? Oh, my God, it's Patrick Mahomes by a mile. And I trust and the Bills, Chiefs, neutral. Who do you trust more? Uh, the, we're taking it to the quarterback position. Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen? Who do y'all trust more? I would say Mahomes. 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 Okay. Who do you trust more? Mahomes. Mahomes. And, and let me ask you this. On a neutral field today, which is part of this exercise, yep. on a neutral field today, Bills, Chiefs, I'd take the Chiefs. Who would you take? I'm taking the Chiefs. Devin? Chiefs. <laughs> Eric? I, I might go Bills based on the last few games we've seen them play because the, they lost on that final second thing, but they won earlier this season. Renee? I, I'm kind of leaning with Eric. I'm not going to lie. I'm leaning with the Bills. You're leaning. Okay, so we got two people. Oh, the control just, room's gotten in on yes, this. Yes, I just want to. I just want to add real quick before we break. I want to add the control room in DC, who produces our TV. Uh-huh. They they have their top six. Okay, yeah, this is amazing. Yes, yes they have the Eagles mm-hmm. number one, the Bengals number two. Correct. The Chiefs number three. Oh, interesting. The 49ers number four. Ooh. The Bills number five. Exactly. And. The Vikings, number six. They do not have the Cowboys. The, the, the Vikings co- are fugazi, man. Like it's it's just the Cowboys beat the dog you the dog poop out of the Vikings. I, they, I'm just relaying the information. Oh, we're looking at Stephen A's list right here. Stephen A's list is oh, the top. He but had, he's using a different criteria. He's just using, hey, these are my top five teams. We're going in and saying, yeah, we're the committee. We're the committee. We're the committee. We're doing it the way college football does it, not just like, oh, well, this is who I think is better. Which is why I'm, I'm haunted. We're not going to come to a decision right now. We're going to keep arguing through the break. Who, who, who's you guys four, who's five? In. That, that's yeah. up in the air. Triple Let's ask the people. ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six in the committee rank. I'm, I'm making you guys members of the Fitz and Harry playoff committee. Who would you have at four or five? Who's higher, the Bills or the Chiefs? You got the Bills, you got the Chiefs. We got to figure this out. We're going to let them take a vote on it next. 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. Chime in, be part of the committee, Bills or Chiefs. Also, do quarterbacks have enough time to prove that they are actually deserving of being stars in the league? One coach doesn't think so, and we'll talk about it next. Barton Harry on ESPN Radio. Jason Fitz, Harry, Barton Harry. Jesus. Pardon Han on ESPN Radio. I'm getting better and better. You know the name of the show. It's about to be Fitz and Harry. We're at whatever. We're hanging out on ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Bart and Han. Spartan Han on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jason Fitz. He's Harry Douglas. A little sneak peek, a little soft opening. Fitz and Harry starts January 3rd on all these same outlets. You can also watch us in the ESPN app. I'm about to put it out to Twitter. It is getting heated. i got to figure out how to get it all worked into this little amount of... Uh, I don't feel good about tweeting this. We, we've we done the playoff committee, and this is going to be something we're going to do on this show a lot. So what we're doing is we're taking the college football playoff committee criteria, all of it. So, you know, wins, who'd you beat, who'd you lose to, head-to-head, the whole process. And we're trying to use that same group and the eye test to figure out who the six best teams in the NFL are today. And we're going to do this with a lot of different sports, a lot of different ideas. So as as we get this out there, I'm putting it out to the people because we've had a heated debate we can't figure out. The the show committee, although uh, now I'm, I feel for the committee chairman because I'm about to represent a whole group of people that I may not agree with the takes completely. Uh, number one, the Eagles. Number two, the Bengals. Number three, the 49ers. Number four, either the Bills or the Chiefs. Number five, either the Chiefs or the Bills. Number six, the Cowboys. So I'm putting it out there. We're also going to put it on the poll and see if we can get uh, some help from you guys uh, helping us figure out who these top six should be. Uh, six should be. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That's how you get in on the conversation. We're asking you, really, you can chime in on any of it, but we want to know who you got, the Chiefs or the Bills. Remembering, I think every person, uh, well, no, not every person, Almost all of us said on a neutral field right now, we trust the Chiefs more than the Bills. We trust Mahomes more than uh, more than Allen. But but the Bills have the head-to-head win. Harry, have you changed your mind? Before we get to the calls, have, have, has anything changed your mind? No, my mind hasn't changed at all. Okay. That, that's riveting. Nope. Content over there. All right, let's go to Peter in West Palm. Peter, what do you got? Thanks for calling the show. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Chiefs or Bills? Who's better? Hello? Peter, we got you. You're on. Let's go! Hey, this is Lance from Michigan. Well, Lance, I don't know. They, they wrote Peter from West Palm, so Lance from Michigan. Uh, even better, Lance. What you got, man? Man, I'm, I've been a Buffalo Bills fan since I was 12, man, and I'm 43. And uh, so, you know, I've got to go with the Bills over the Chiefs, but my argument is they already beat them once. So that's got to count more right now. So, I don't care what the Chiefs did in the past in the playoffs. Let me and ask they got you, the same record. Let me ask you one question. Can I then? stop him really quick, yeah, though, go ahead, go You ahead. don't care about what the Chiefs have done in the past in the playoffs when they be the main, they have been the main reason why the Bills haven't advanced to a Super Bowl or got closer to a Super Bowl? What do you mean well, you don't well, care what talking, happened in the We're past? talking right now. We're talking right now this year. Okay. Which so is understandable, I got a follow-up question for you, Lance. Does that mean if you were putting together a ranking today that you'd be comfortable putting the Colts ahead of the Chiefs? They beat them. 
Oh, yeah, but they don't have a better record. Yeah, oh, I mean, but but you just said head to head's the only thing that matters, right? So, like, uh, Devin, Devin, back there, Lance, we appreciate no, it, Coleman. I, I, I De- said, I said, this year, only thing that matters is this year. Yeah, and well, the, and the Colts ain't got Colts ain't even close. Come on, man. But, but the Colts beat them. You're gonna have. Wait a minute, though. You're gonna have. You're gonna have the Forty Niners and the and the Bengals ahead of the Bills too. And the Forty Niners ain't even got a, a eleven and three record, and they got who they got quarterbacking. Some purdy guy that you guys think's gonna be good, like Mike White was too. Mike White, what the hell is he doing playing? Not playing the next two games when he went back in after he's injured. It's not your show. We're hanging up on it, you, Lance. It, Thanks it, for calling. If the Bills but, and the 49ers like, play, I'm taking the 49ers. By the way, I, I've been Honestly. I've been anti Brock Purdy. Like, listen to this show a little bit. Like, I've been like not anti, but I, like I don't think Brock Purdy's out here doing. Like, I'm not I'm not the president of the Brock Purdy fan club. Let me say it that way. Uh, but uh, but you're, you're picking and choosing your argument. Like, is it about wins and losses overall, or is it about head to head? And if it's because they have the same record. Uh, why do I put more weight into that one Sunday than any other Sunday? Like, uh, uh, so to use the point that Lance was just making, are the Jets going to be higher ranked than the Bills? You know, because they have that win. I over? have one question for this: Are Didn't, the Vikings did, better? Did, did the Bills beat the Chiefs last year in the regular season, head to head? I, oh, as a matter of fact, they did, D- didn't they? But when it counted the most in the playoffs, who won the game? The Kansas City Chiefs. To that, to yeah. Well, and even if the goal is just the right now, the other thing that I would say to Lance is if we're only taking records into account, uh, the, the Minnesota Vikings are 11-3. and three. Didn't make our top six at all. The Minnesota no. Vikings are 11-3, and three, and the Minnesota Vikings have a win head-to-head over the Bills. So by Lance's argument, the Vikings should be ahead of the Bills. And here's one thing that's unique about, I'll even throw the Bengals in the, in the equation. The last nine games between the three teams, right? The Bengals, the Bills, and the Chiefs. The Bengals are 8-1 and one in the last nine games. The Chiefs and the Bills are 7-2 and two in the last nine games. So all three of those football teams are playing the brand of football right now that you want to be playing at this time of year. Let's go to David in Cleveland. Thanks for calling the show, David. What's you got? Thanks for hanging out with us. You got the Bills or the Chiefs? So this is a question I got for you guys. How many teams that were not ranked one have won March Madness? Uh, Too many to count, right? Right, of course. So you guys are sitting here trying to rank these teams. So right now the ranking should be, okay, let's get us a handful of teams that are determined to be the best in the NFL. Once we get those teams, then the first thing we got to look at is head-to-head. So for to say the Colts over the Bills, well, the Colts aren't even in a conversation because they've only got four wins. So if they had eight or nine Maybe we'd even think about them, but to even bring them in at four wins is just okay. So here, here's here's my question: So the Vikings beat the Bills head to head. The Vikings aren't even on our top six list. So that argument is dead, my man. I'm sorry. The Vikings have a what? What? They're not on your list. No, they're not on our list. I understand they're not on your list, but they're not too far from your list. They're a whole lot closer than the Colts are. But, okay, so the Colts' argument was simply to counter Lance's head-to-head's the only thing that matters because Lance moved the goalpost. But I will say this. No, no, I I, I that. But one thing, remember, David, we're doing the college football playoff committee process. One thing that they are told to factor in are bad losses, specifically good teams that lose to bad teams. Part of the reason Tennessee, for example, if you follow, follow college football, was not in the top four wasn't just that they lost two games. It's that one of those games was to, was to a South Carolina team that was considered a bad loss. So if the college football playoff were looking at the NFL, would they not look at the Chiefs losing to the Colts as a bad loss that would cost them seeding? 
now here's the thing. I get that, and, and you're right. That probably is a bad loss. But the Colts really aren't a bad team. They just got some bad coaching this year. They are a decent team and got some injuries and whatnot. So, But we don't need to go down that route. But – well, thanks for the call, I, I appreciated the call, David. Okay, okay. okay. One thing, just one thing. When, when I was told the bad loss is after the head-to-head, right? Uh, I'd have to look back at the week-to-week schedule. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I, what I know is that the College Football Playoff Committee doesn't care when the bad loss happened. A bad loss is con- like you are judged on bad losses. You're judged on quality wins. That's another category. You're judged on head-to-head. You're judged on injuries. These are all things that we're factoring look, in. That, that conversation should have been over as soon as I said the Minnesota Vikings beat the Buffalo Bills head-to-head, and they not they aren't on our top six list. Yeah, they I got a question, though. What about the Steelers' loss and the Browns' loss for the Bengals? Like, how are we, how are we See, viewing that's those? Er, that's early. The Steelers' loss is early in the year. So, you know what I mean? That's that's when the Cincinnati Bengals, their offensive line, didn't have much training camp together. They're trying to jail. They're trying to get right. Right? I'm more so, how are you surging in the end of November, the month of December, January, heading into the playoffs? I'm big on that because last year early on, just like the San Francisco 49ers, a lot of people wouldn't have been high on the San Francisco 49ers early on this year, just like they weren't last year. But they started to surge at the right time last year to the point that where they were my favorite, even though, you know, the uh, Los Angeles Rams were the better the better team technically last year. I picked the San Francisco 49ers as the best team in their division a year ago. To that point, though, Harry, the Bills are surging as well. They're they're, they're on a five game winning streak, and they don't have the same losses at the at the. At the uh, okay, uh, but this is where Bengals this are. is where I'm going to be Harry Douglas for a second. We can't just look at the wins and losses. We've got to look at the way they're happening. Like the 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 Bills have not. I, I, Anybody that's watching these games, I love the Bills as a team. Their defense is not playing particularly well. Like not I, like a year ago. I mean, I, I think we're giving too much benefit just to seeing the, the wins and losses. You can't just read the stat book, as Harry tells me all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we're going to keep the debate going. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. It's Progressive's 10th Keys to Progress giveaway for veterans. This year, their goal is to gift a vehicle to a recipient, small business, or nonprofit in every state. See more about their annual giveaway at keystoprogress.com. We'll take more of your calls on the committee. You guys are an honorary member. We should figure out a way in the future that we can let the callers have a vote every week on this. We'll update you on the Twitter poll that's out there too. As we try and figure out who the top six teams are in the NFL using the college football playoff committee basis. Also, do quarterbacks have enough time to prove that they're the guy? And what's that mean to the future of the NFL? We'll answer that complicated question next. Barton Hahn on ESPN Radio, but it's Fitz and Harry in for the guys. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It's only a kick. 
a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Bart and Han. Bart and Han on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. This is like a sneak peek to Fitz and Harry starting January 3rd. We've been doing a sneak peek to something that we love doing, and it's it's exercise we've done before, but it's taking the college football playoff committee process and applying it to other things. So today we're trying to figure out the top six teams in the NFL. You guys are chiming in. Uh, I I speak for Harry when I say we love that, every ounce of this. Uh, And and what I also love, Harry, is how many people on Twitter are snarky in their response. Like I put out the tweet, (laughs) and it's like one guy tweets, and he's like, this is stupid. Wins are the only thing that matters. And then like two seconds later, another two, you guys are being inconsistent the way you're applying the rules. why we're doing it like obviously we could sit here and just tell you who harry's five best teams in the nfl are and that could create debate but when you actually start applying the college football playoff criteria this gets really complicated i put out a poll so far the bills bills chiefs who's better i got 52.1 percent for the bills 47.9 percent for the chiefs this thing is wildly close patrick in jersey pat chiming in patrick thanks for calling the show man what you got Thanks, guys. I'm loving the show so far. Thanks. And, man, you guys are dead on, man. I got to go with the Chiefs, especially, and no one said it yet from the callers that's called in. Once Vaughn Miller went down, the the Bills haven't been able to stop the run. And with the ascension of Pacheco and Jack McKinnon, I could care less if the game is in Buffalo. They're going to smack Buffalo when they see them. And um, I wanted to say one thing about uh, the list. I think the list is perfectly fluid, like Stephen A. would say. But I would switch the Bengals and the 49ers. Here's why. Judging by the way you guys do the rankings and with the injuries, with the Niners' injuries and how they're dominating people still, I would put them up ahead against the Bengals and have them at two and the Bengals at three. This Niners' defense, man. That Niners defense is reminiscent of the 2002 Tampa Bay Bucks, man. I'm getting vibes, bro. I think they could pull it off just like Tampa Bay did with Brock Purdy looking like Brad Johnson. What, Patrick, what, uh, thanks for thanks for the Patrick. Call. Maybe the best caller we've had in a oh long time. God. If you're watching us on on the, the ESPN app right now, Harry's got his hands out. Like Tell him why I have my hands up. Tell him why. Uh, well, because the the great debate. Harry wants the 49ers at three. The no. committee decided. Sorry, at two. And Thank the committee the committee decided to put the Bengals at two. And now Harry's like, I can only imagine. I would love this to happen. <laughs> by the way, like one person standing behind, like uh, you know, the the committee chair, and just being like, I didn't like that. I was not voting. <laughs> that was not my decision. Like that's, that's BS. Boo Corgan. <laughs> has the unenviable job of defending the committee every single week. I don't know how he does it. I wish once he would look at us on one of our shows and be like, hell if I know why they picked that. Like, it is it is not 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 my take on it at but I all. Really, I really enjoy doing this, though, because uh, especially when you get other people involved, just to see how they think and their mindset on things. So I really like this. I, I I've constantly say this with Boo. He tells us it's not any one thing. It's all the things. So for all the people tweeting me saying, head-to-head matters. It does. It's one of many criteria. Brandon in Bama. Brandon in Bama. Bama Brandon. We're making that a thing now. Bama Brandon. Thanks for calling the show. What you got, man? Bama Brandon. I like it. Um, I really like the show, too, what you guys are doing. This is Thanks. really good. You know, I haven't been working to listen to the radio, like the banter that you guys are doing. And, like, there's more than one person involved, you know? 
I appreciate it's, it very it's much. Really great. Thank yeah. you. Now, as far as the list goes, I like the list. Um, as far as uh, four and five, I have Buffalo Bills above Kansas City. And one of the things I know you guys are talking about was like the quarterback play and whatnot. And I want to go back to last week with Josh Allen against the Dolphins. In the fourth quarter, it, Josh Allen was just like, okay, well, um, I'm going to play now. And he like willed them to the win. Like, it's crazy. My, my only debate to that is... Thanks for the call, Brandon. When you play a defense that can, you know, kind of minimize what Josh Allen wants to do and stop him from being Superman, then what are you going to go to next? Because the Bills the bills are one-dimensional. And that's one of the things that I, I, I kind of discredit them for because when it comes playoff time, you have to be able to run the football. That's one of the things that they do not do well. And that's why... This is so difficult because there are fatal flaws to almost every team. Every team not named the Eagles, and even the Eagles with the injury makes people a little uncomfortable trying to figure out how this list looks. And the great thing is that as opposed to some lists where you look at it and say, well, it's proof that there aren't four great teams. I think what this is proof is is there's a lot of teams in the NFL that have a very reasonable chance at the Super Bowl this year. One team trying to make it into the playoffs is telling all of us the quarterback's not the problem. It's the way we judge the quarterback. You'll hear from the coach next. It's uh, Barton Hahn, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Thanks for listening to the Barton Hahn Podcast. You can listen to the guys live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen and watch the guys on the ESPN app. This is the Barton Hahn Podcast.